Welcome to the Align and Defy podcast. I'm your host, Nasir Alameen. And on this podcast, I'd like to share with you a morning brew, which for me is a brief articulation of emotional insights and techniques that can help us through the adversities of life, relationships, and the challenges of living in alignment and harmony with our goals, our values, and our purpose. Today's morning brew is on emotional responsibility and verbal abuse. However, before we start, I'm excited to inform you all that my new online mini course, Overcoming Your Past, from the forthcoming Take Back Your Life series, is now open for registration. Reserve your seat now and take advantage of an early bird 40% discount. You can register for this course and others at asknasir.thinkific.com. Now on to our brew for today, emotional responsibility and verbal abuse. Emotional responsibility contends that our thoughts largely determine our emotions, not events, nor what we or others think, feel, say, and do. Individuals and events present a host of opportunities for us to depress, anger ourselves, but they do not have the power to control our thoughts, emotions, or actions. Similarly, we do not have the power to control what others think, feel, say, and do. Now, let me repeat that. We do not have the power to control what others think, feel, say, and do. Think about how much time you've wasted in life trying to change what someone else thinks, feels, says, and does. Furthermore, it maintains that there are a host of choices in terms of thoughts and beliefs an individual can utilize when challenging opportunities occur. And notice I, the wording that I'm using. So challenges in life, I'm referring to as opportunities. And it's important the type of language and labeling that we use to describe the events that transpire in our life. And that's a part of the control that we have. We can control how we define and label something that is transpiring. That again feeds into this this concept of emotional responsibility. Those choices referred to as cognitive choices affords you the power to determine how you will feel and thus the ability to control your emotional destiny. Let me repeat, those choices referred to as cognitive choices affords you the power to determine how you will feel and thus the ability to control your emotional destiny. So let's look at some examples. Psychotherapist Ray Matthews has developed a number of cognitive choices structured as coping statements which serve as a reminders that by embracing emotional responsibility we have the ability to select the beliefs and rules for living that align with our goals, our values, and our purpose. 
and that's critical because oftentimes we're in autopilot mode meaning we're just following the inherited beliefs that we have taken from parents society movies media without really understanding or questioning what our own beliefs and rules for living are but i digress back to emotional responsibility although that is an important point maybe for another podcast because i want to keep this quick and simple and to the point you have a lot of things to do this is just a quick brew so let's look at what these uh uh coping statements or self statements uh, or technically referred to as cognitive choices that Ray uh, Mathis developed, which I suggest you write down uh, and put in a location that is a hot location for you, whether it be at your job, a place, or at your nightstand, or save it to your phone so you can quickly get to it, a place where you know you often uh, upset yourself. So let's look at these. Uh, I'll go through the list that he has. And again, I suggest you really write these down. It's my choice how I look at things. It's my choice what meaning I attach to what happens. It's my choice what I remember about the past. It's my choice what I imagine will happen next. It's my choice what I focus on. It's my choice what I compare things to. It's my choice what I expect of myself, others, and life. It's my choice how much importance I attach to what does happen. It's my choice what I think about any given moment. I'll repeat these and I really suggest you write these down or repeat this uh, often because these are the type of things that when your emotions start getting, uh, when you start sensing the the sadness that's then leading into the depression the anxiety the the un the healthy anger that's then going into the unhealthy anger when you sense that that's the red flag that you should then start uh raising these self-statements to yourself saying these repeating these self-statements to yourself as a way to get you to start thinking in a constructive manner because it is your choice how you look at things it is your choice the meaning that you give that you attach to what happens it is your choice what you remember about the past and how you uh, uh, assess the past and past events uh, and he continues to say it's my choice what I imagine will happen next it's my choice what I focus on it's my choice what I compare things to. It's my choice what I expect of myself, others, and life. It's my choice how much importance I attach to what does happen. And it's my choice what I think about any given moment. So let's look at how to apply this. Let's tie it all together. In practice, we commonly hear phrases like, she made me mad. And so now we're going to attach the emotional responsibility to the verbal abuse. Right? How this, you'll see how this all ties together. So we hear this phrase, she made me mad. If my kids would just listen, I wouldn't get so angry. He made me feel down about myself. Now these phrases may feel accurate, but technically they're not correct. The other person's problematic behavior 
even if it's from a spouse, a parent, or a loved one, only created a challenging situation, an opportunity. However, you have the power to determine what you think, feel, say, and do. So, she made me, and this is the example, so she made me angry. That's why I hit her. So when you're saying that to yourself, or he made me angry, that's why I slapped him, is an example of not taking emotional responsibility. Rather, you upset yourself with your internal dialogue. Meaning after they did something that was problematic to you, something that was an opportunity, a challenging situation, your self-talk, your internal dialogue, was probably more along the lines of this if you slapped him or he hit her. You probably said to yourself, how dare she talk to me like that? Does she know who I am? And so after you worked yourself up, you then chose to hit her. I'll show her. Or how dare he? I'll show him. And so this is very important because, again, taking emotional responsibility places your emotional destiny in your hands. You never want your emotional destiny to be placed in the hands of someone else, to be placed on the to-do list of someone else that's at the whims of someone else, depending on what side of the bed they woke up, what emotional state they're in, what mindset they're in for that day or that moment. The way, the way to keep your emotional destiny in your hands, in safe hands, is to take emotional responsibility. So that is your morning brew for today. Uh, if you enjoyed this, then you can follow me on Instagram at at Nasir Alameen. If you want to learn more, I have online courses that go into this and other topics in more detail at asknasir.thinkific.com. And if you're interested in a consultation, then visit me at asknasir.com. Lastly, as a reminder, head over to asknasir.thinkific.com and register now for my online mini course overcoming verbal pa overcoming your past and in doing so you'll be able to save $20 a 40% discount during early registration until the next brew be well by treating yourself well remember you are not what you do nor are you the unhelpful things you tell yourself or the unhelpful things that others tell you you always have the power of choice, and with that choice, you can choose that what you think, feel, say, and do will align with your goals, your values, and your purpose. Be well.